Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Good afternoon, Steeler Nation. How we doing? I'm sad. Yeah, me too. Tired. Sad. Hungry. My back hurt. Ornery. My foot hurt. Cantankerous. Mm-mm-mm. Having a lot of knee-jerk reactions. Really perturbed. That's a big word. It's kind of like knee-jerk. You guys know where to get at us to get involved. We're just going to roll on with the reaction. The calls are lighting up. The tweets are rolling in. And uh, who are we to deny you, loyal listener, the opportunity to voice your opinion? But before we do, it's time to get that paper. Show me the money. Show me the money! Oh, they didn't see that curveball coming, did they, mm-hmm. real quick there? Motsi, I'm 21 and 24 on the year. Okay, okay. So it was so, a comeback last night then, right? So, we're, you know, we're one good, week, or one good week away from being right in this. I know we got this last night then, right? And I'm feeling good. All right, well, yeah. Four picks for you this weekend. Mm-hmm. All NFL games. Hey, now. Browns, I'm going to lay three points at home against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence ain't going to play, right? Nah, what is that? Browns defense, you look, you've seen the splits. They are a monster at home. And then they get all their talent zapped away. You know, they're like the Monstars at home, and then they lose all their talent when they go on the road. It's in Cleveland. Uh-oh. Trevor ain't going to play. If he Uh-oh. does, he's going to be very limited. It's supposed to be wet and rainy and nasty and winning one of them <sighs> Cleveland games, right? You know one of them Cleveland ones. If you, if you know, you know. The Browns going to win ugly, like 14-10. to 10. Give me Cleveland minus three. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Low key, I low-key like that one. We'll stick in the division. All right, Listen, I only again. pick the ones that I like here. I know, man. I like your style. Rams heading across country to take on the Ravens. Ooh, West Coast to East Coast. Motsi, what have we seen when NFC teams have mm-hmm. gone to mm-hmm. Baltimore mm-hmm. this season? Lamar do what he do. Lamar looked great versus them. Lions went there. Lamar looked great versus them. My boy Geno Smith and the Seahawks went there. Lamar looked great versus them. Got spanked. He do that. The Rams are going to go there and get spanked. He do that. I'll lay the full touchdown with Baltimore. They win that one by double yeah. digits. Yeah, he do that. All right, so I laid some points in the division, right? Now let's take some points around the league. The Eagles travel to Philly off that tough loss, right? That embarrassing loss at home to the Niners last this is weekend. True. They're three and a half point dogs. Motsi, did you think you'd be able to get the Eagles plus three and a half at any point this season? Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Which means they can lose by three and I still cover. They Plus can lose by two and I still cover. Plus three and a half is nice. I'm going to take the Eagles. Road dogs down in Dallas. Plus three and a half. Plus three. I'm getting the team with the best record in the NFL. Rivalry game too. A team that they've owned. Rivalry game. Plus three and a half. <sighs> On the road. Eagles. Take the points. Sound like a layup. Finally, one that will be near and dear to Arthur Motes' heart. Hey now. I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. Plus three in Kansas City. Mm, now, mm. listen, this is a dangerous you gonna spot. you going to give me some points? Because Kansas City and Mahomes are that proverbial wounded. This is like two. What happens when two wounded animals are backed into a corner at the same Somebody time? Somebody ain't going to make it out. 
That's what's happening here. You got a desperate Bills team. Somebody ain't gonna make it out. You got a Chiefs team who's like, hey guys, I mean, we're eight and four. We want to keep pace with Baltimore, and you know, I mean, we want to start winning some games. We don't want to be eight and five. That's not how you get a first round bye. I think the Bills though are gonna do just enough to win this game, and even if they don't, they only gonna lose by a point or two. So give hey me Buffalo. Now. Give me Buffalo plus three. So we'll lay the points in the division. Browns minus three at home against the Jags. Ravens minus seven at home against the Rams. And then I'll take the points for some road dogs. Give me the Eagles plus three and a half down in Big D. Hey. And the Bills plus three in Barbecue City. Hey, you know we're going to take care of that. Those Gotta my, take care of that. my picks of the week. I like Show your picks. I do too. I'm feeling good about this week. You I will should. not be deterred. There have been a lot of Bill Cower talk lately. <laughs> I will not be deterred. I know our guy Casey in Bridgeville. He's not going to be deterred either. What's up, Casey? Oh, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good, man. How about you? What you got for us? Um, I'm doing well. Um, I'm just uh, thank you for taking my call. A first time caller. Of course, but, thanks um, for calling. No, I just yeah, yeah. Um, you know, jerk, It really is a big word man it is huge but i just i just wanted to say professor moats you sounded more like a preacher today than than a professor you, you sound like you know cc um you know must must have you as, a, as an assistant coming in to preach right, today, man he, he, he let the co-pastor come in here and talk talks. for a little bit let the co-pastor come speak family, for a little bit the family pastor that's in, it man <laughs> you sunday i feel like you rarely you rarely let us let us in, you know, like that that deep well of wisdom. Like you you're talking like you know, uh, one of them old timers like that's just been through everything. It's like today, like because I try not to I, sound I like that. that. I don't want to sound like the grumpy old like player. But yesterday <laughs> slash this morning, heavy Philip pissed off like the grumpy old player. I was like, yo, am I really have I? played and i'm retired long <laughs> enough that i'm turning into that guy uh, it happens quick i literally was like i'm disgusted with what i saw ew <laughs> it's true it's true yeah you know what like when i when i watch the game yeah and and we don't come out with a victory yet it sucks and but you know i wake up the next day and i'm like hey i get to listen to to you know Max and Wolf, I get to listen to Moats and and uh, Wes. Shout out to the guys. Like, Shout out to the guys. Day. But 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 I just wanted to speak to like I, I am. Uh, Wes has talked about being like an eternal optimist when it comes to some teams. Like the Steelers, I, I'm just I bleed black and gold. I love the black and gold. You know, till I die. I I, I just sorry, my head's kind of all over the place because it's first time. But um, I just wanted to speak to, like, you were talking about leadership and accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who do we have on offense? I was just thinking about this. I love where you're going. I, I love the direction. Reaction. Yep. Who, dude, who do we have on offense that carries that torch? No one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the... I, I just, we, have, we have how many on defense? We have at least three, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and the defense at this point in the year, the the attrition is set in, man. Like they're just getting they're they're falling left and right. It's in like TJ. I think TJ played through like some kind of crazy. It was like a car crash. Like Zeke's <laughs> knee, like like to the face. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, Most people wild. be. Like, I I was like, yo, are you concussed like, or did you lose any teeth? Yeah, like, wild. man, right. 
in, in, like, talking about E-Rob, like, I just, I just, I take a big step back. And I'm like, man, we lived the good life with Ben. Like, and we had offensive leadership. We don't have that right now. We have kids on offense. And we have guys that might be veterans, but they don't have the, the winning, you know, they don't, like, what's, what's our most tenured guy on offense? Is that Mason Rudolph? who's been here six years Jeez. and is our third string quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's the point I wanted to make. Like mm-hmm. I'm just thankful for people like, like Wes for people like, 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 uh, you know, Max and Wolf. And, and like, I was, I was truly inspired by you talking to name because a lot of times I feel like, I don't know, like you guys must listen here. Like, I don't even have Twitter. So like, <laughs> Stay off, stay off. You're better for it. Stay off. Don't do it. Well, that's why I don't like, I don't, I don't hear all of the, the, you know, fire this, you know, fire this guy, fire fire that guy. I think Tomlin's a great coach. Um, He obviously like (laughs) has earned the respect of literally everyone else in the league other than like, the people that, that, you know, might, might live on the, the seat of their pants, you know, like, or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. week to week, that roller coaster we're talking yeah. about, like, um, and, and I, I'm just, I'm thankful to have a franchise like, like the Steelers. That's all I got to say. Hopefully I'll be, be back on. At Let's some point. go. Respect. You know, I don't, Casey, any, any time, man. Heck yeah, dude. Thanks for calling. Dude, I, I am an eternal optimist. I'll leave it at that. And and you're not you making know, you're not making any knee jerk decisions today, is what you're telling us. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I just wanna I just wanna propose to you guys like, what's what's the, like how do we remedy that issue on offense? Is it this attrition that's gonna bring about those leaders on offense, or are they gonna you know? You know, are they going to crumble? Are they going to turn into diamonds? Like, or do we have to go out and get somebody? Like, what? Where does it start? Can Can you shed some light? Thanks, guys. No, without Thanks, a doubt. Thanks, Casey. Great yeah. call, man. Now, so I'll take this real quick, man. Um, in terms of what he said, he's absolutely right. Um, in terms of how you change it, you either have to have patience to allow these guys, coaches, and players included, to endure it. And then they grow from it, and now they become hardened. Or you do what we see a lot of still a nation is recommending, which is panic button, hard reset, and now you're just going to stunt what you're going to have to go through anyways. The younger you get, you're going to start tapping into more of the new cultural issues, which is even at the high school level, you don't have to commit and be locked in to fight through adversity. You're able to just go. I can just transfer. I can just get the new bag somewhere else. So you're dealing with a different type of player, a different type of individual. So with that, you got to understand that to mold them into men, to mold them into what we like to joke about. And we say we train killers because you got to be emotionless. You got to be able to show up the same day and be the McDonald's number one. You got to be able to work your tail off regardless of if it feels good, if you won, if you lost, if it's convenient, if it's not, if you're on vacation and you're supposed to be going out there with the fam, you better make sure you're cutting up and doing what you're supposed to do work-wise before you even consider entertainment. That's the type of stuff we're referring to. But it's a different type of 
player we're dealing with right now. Sure. So, yeah, this is part of it, man. You're going to either have to, which I recommended was this. You take this time to build through this. And with the the one I always remember, it was this. 2012 and 2013, back-to-back A&A seasons. Good players, but a little bit of a transition with the roster. Some of the old regime versus some of the new regime. Right. Babies your versus Heath Vets. Your and your Heinz okay? Wards were phasing out. Right. Vince, TGs, yep. Pounces, the Cashels, all young players. I come in 14. Shea comes in 14. A couple other guys come in 14. We're still young. We're still new, but we're getting a little bit of a mix of a nucleus. But we did two eight and eights here. So by the time the group that we talk about in 14 getting here, they've already been through some of their adversity. They were, two, they were two and six one saying? of those eight and eight seasons. I'm coming point. from a Buffalo yeah. where I've had four years of adversity. <laughs> four years you know what I mean? Butt kicked. <laughs> Darius Hayward Bay's coming from Oakland where he had adversity. You see what I'm saying? We're bringing Atlanta Spoons coming from New Orleans where he's had Super Bowl championship. So he's bringing some pedigree with this thing. Mike Mitchell? You know, Mitch, Carolina, Oakland, adversity. But it was what? When we get in this building, all of us are locked in. We don't look at this and say, oh, Something's going wrong. Let's point the finger up top. No. We saying, bro, we got to get this done now. And the only way to make it happen is to outwork everybody in this league. And you think about it. It wasn't just us on defense. When did A.B. start to really, really go off? Starting that time. Mm-hmm. L. Bell. L. Bell in 13 wasn't L. Bell in 14, 15, 16. But how did he Not become that? How did he get that? Calvin Beecham. How did he get there? Ramon Foster, how did he get here? I'm telling you, I played against this same O-line in 13. It was not like that. But when you do them things and you allow a team to actually go through the valley, you actually allow them to earn the success. There is an instant gratification in the National Football League, baby. You might have something short-lived, but it's not going to be sustainable. Okay? So, in order to accomplish that, you have to go through the fire. Right now, we're in the fire. So, it's one of two things. You either cut bait and you say it's too hot. Let's reset it. Start it over again. Maybe it'll be an easier path next time. As if, oh, the Bengals, you know, they got in Joe Burrow. So, it's been, you know, sunshine and rainbows every single time since then. They've had adversity as well, have they not? Josh Allen with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, they got one of them oh. coveted guys. They don't have adversity. Huh? We could go down the list of guys that have guys that still go through adversity. But once again, what are you going to decide? Those are the ones that got the unicorns. Those are the cheat codes. And you see what they deal with. So if you don't have the cheat code, you got to go through the other alternative. So once again, are you going to really walk through this fire? Or are we going to stop and, you know, be about 45% of the way through and then turn around? Because if that's what we want to do, that's fine. But just understand what comes with that. Every single time you make one of these massive changes... You're setting your clock back two, three years. Every single time. You might have that quick instant. Oh, we got it for this year? But in terms of the sustainability, you are going to see. Time will tell you. No doubt. You give me one outlier that did have success, I will give you ten other ones that failed. It is literally that, man. But that's where we at right now, man. That Cause is, and effect, baby. That is where we're at. Cause and effect. Let's take one more phone call here. Let's go to our buddy Jason in New Hampshire. Jason, what's up, cousin? Hey, that actually rivaled uh, rivaled Max's this morning, so well done. Well, well done. I, I don't know about that, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> All right, guys, I will try to get to my point quick. You know I can be a little long-winded sometimes, but I'll go quick. All right, positivity. I try to be positive. You guys know that through the history. 
uh, positivity is infectious, right? You know, it can make you delusional. Um, negativity, it's a sickness, y'all. It, uh, it can be the cold. It can be the flu. It can be the pneumonia that lasts forever that you just can't quite shake. Uh, I remember a season where we started three and four, and the negativity was horrible. This team sucks. We're done. We're writing ourselves off already. What did that team do? They went to the Super Bowl, and they won that Super Bowl. All right, there's not a lot of us who were very positive when it was three and four. <laughs> sure. But no, in fact, in fact, in fact, Jason, at three and four, everybody wanted Bill Cowher's head. Mm, mm, mm. And wanted his head. And then that season that we went six and ten, and I know you guys talked about it in the locker room this morning, but the season we went six and ten, that was it. Cowher's done. Yep. He's gone. Dude, if we got rid of Cower, we wouldn't have those other two Super Bowls that came after. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so, so positivity, right, let me get to it. Now, negativity, it hit me like damn COVID last night, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, and I ain't like that, and, it, and it, I got to admit, it pissed me off. Um, the uh, We were at the game, as you know, and uh, we left just before halftime because I'd had it. The whole combination of this season, I just had it. it. It just negatively, like I said, hit me like COVID. And, you know, get sleeping in the rest area, you know, overnight and being in the car on a trip home uh, to New Hampshire, you know, starting the positivity like the last caller said about y'all trying to spit some positivity. You know, it does come back in. But I think it's our own fault. And I know people don't want to hear this. But it's our, our expectations. It's our fault. And we shouldn't coach his head. Frankly, I feel still that it's been execution this season. Nothing against the players, but facts is facts. And, you know, I, okay, so let me get back. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I'm dealing with traffic right now. Hey, man, you <laughs> good, say, man? You, you in the lab right there, now, bro. Jason. You good? <laughs> All right. So – so where was I, man? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it hit me bad last night. But and you guys got me all positive thinking this morning. And um, I just here's where it is. We're in a bad shape right now. We got our hopes up when we saw the preseason. How we were smoking people in the preseason. We were looking great and blah blah blah. What were we saying in that period of time, boys? Mm-hmm. We were saying. Mm-hmm. Remember, keep in mind, this is preseason. We kept saying it over and over again. We were giving ourselves the medicine, and we weren't taking it. We said, oh, man, this is the year. This is the year we're going to do it. It is all on us. What was Vegas saying, y'all? What was Vegas saying? We said Vegas was crazy. Eight and a half wins, I think. Eight eight and a half wins. Where are we at right now? Mm. On pace for about eight and a half wins. Mm. (laughs) Eight and a half wins, am I right? So, I mean, we're calling. It's our own fault, y'all. And I don't want to hear it. I don't want to tell that to myself. But I did get my hopes up for this team. I saw something different coming. And they just haven't shown it. We got to wait. We got to wait again because even if we get to playoffs, we can't beat some of these juggernaut teams. We can't. That's truth. Let's take our medicine. You know, let's get through this. Let's get through and, and try to stay as unscathed as possible because I've been through 45 years of Steelers football. It will get better.
Love y'all. Let's Jason, thanks, go. buddy. Love you too, Let's man. Be safe go. out there driving, certainly. Seriously, we safe travels, bro. Thank Absolutely. you for calling us Absolutely. on the road. Listen, I will say this real quick, too. Because you and I do get, not often, but we... We got a, we've got I've gotten we've gotten a couple of the tweets in the last twelve hours or so, um, sixteen hours or so, whatever. We get callers sometimes. There's some people who think we're too positive, Moats and I, and all you guys make all you guys do is make excuses, and all you guys do is try and justify things. Listen, I ain't trying to put a lipstick on a pig from these last two games. It'll make the pig prettier though. Debatable. I mean, does a pig really look good with lipstick? That's one of those things. It's like the how did we come up? It's like a skin the cat. Why have we got a skin no, the cat? Think about this though. Lipstick on a pig. Ooh, People put, put lipstick on a pig. So what's the difference between a pig versus a person? Beauty is in the eye one of the beholder, talks, isn't it? One goes oink oink oink. Beauty I'm, is in the eye I'm of the beholder, though, put, is it not? I'm not going to put your shoulder on the smoker. So think but about I'll put this though, right? So think about this though. You got personification. We or not even that. I'm just thinking about the whole Mrs. Piggy. Sesame Street, man. I mean Sesame Street, bro. Yeah. People don't look at her. Some people look at her, but oh, she's pretty. Miss Piggy. You know what I'm saying? Or Jessica Rabbit, right? Yeah. So don't act as if if you put lipstick on a pig, we done seen some ladies, we done seen some dudes, we done seen some people out here where you're like, all right, cool. It is what it is. So don't be hating on the pigs just because the no, pig I don't. Ain't on the don't pig. get a pig some also, love, man. I'm get not, a pig some I'm love. I'm not polishing lipstick up. Lipstick would help a pig out when you I'm know. I'm not it. polishing up the turd that has been December football so far for the Steelers. You just got to get just give a little tune up. You can hook it up. That's not what they would want us to do either. Um, I mean, listen, people know this is Steelers Nation Radio. Okay, you and I have made this joke before. This is Mr. Rooney's radio station. This is facts. So, like, Moats and I are never going to come up here and kill people and call for their jobs and this sucks and that person sucks. And blah, 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 too. But I also don't want people to think that we're just shilling either. Just because we don't share the same venom at that's, times. That's the word. Thank you. <laughs> it that's doesn't mean that we all are on the same page in terms of the overall desire. It's, it's Our desire that is, is championship, you would, yeah, right? You and I think this is yeah. okay. In fact, you were getting a little heated at the start when yeah. you were kind of holding some of the players to the fire. Right. Like It's just a difference in terms of what I see as a player and what I understand in terms of how to rectify Yeah, and the time that comes with that. That's the biggest difference when you're talking players or anybody that's coached or been in this business versus the fan. The fan, the media will look at you and act as if change can come right overnight and you're instantly going to be great and it's going to be sustained excellence. And that is not the case. It takes time. It takes some luck. It takes a lot of it. And you also got to be able to not waver at the first or second or sometimes third sign of adversity because... In the National Football League, every single year, this is the most competitive league professionally. The most competitive, man. Every year, half every the, half the year. team who made the playoff, half the teams who Seriously, made the playoffs man. the year before don't make it the next like, year. This is you could take football. The, you could take the fourteen teams that made the playoffs last year. Seven of them ain't going man. back. So, like I said, man, you can either understand that context and acknowledge it and be truthful about it, or. You can unfortunately continue to misinform yourself or follow those that might want to also misinform you because they are misinformed as well. And just because the masses go that way does not mean that it's accurate. But history will tell you that as well. You don't got to listen to me for that one. So that's kind of, you know, how we look at it, or at least I look at it right now, man. But it's, it's, it's going to be a unique time frame for Still Nation, though. We ain't pulling out the lipstick, but we ain't putting out the we ain't putting the venom on our fangs either. How about can, that? Can, 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 can the pig get a tan? Have you ever seen a pig with a tan? 
Have Come you ever on, seen bro. a llama eating its pajamas? Come on, man. Down by Why are you hating the on a pig? Pig can't be pretty. Bed. You just turned into Raffi on me there. Pig can't be beautiful. You never seen a beautiful pig? Come on, bro. Have That's you ever crazy. seen a squirrel? Why are you hating on these pigs? Go for a twirl down by mm-hmm. the bay. I might go get me a pig called Wilbur. Have you ever heard of Wilbur? You ever heard of Wilbur? Wilbur's a pretty nah, pig. The only pig I respect. It's a pretty pig, man. Is Charlotte. Charlotte's not a pig. The pig from Charlotte's Web. I. That's Wilbur. Kind of, that's Wilbur? Yes, dude. And you can see how long it's been since Golly, I've seen Charlotte's Web. Golly. Is like, Wilbur bro, related to Porky? Like, you and I were on the same Wilbur? page there. I just didn't get the joke. Because <laughs> Porky, I was like, Porky, one is pretty. Wilbur's pretty. Wilbur's a show pig. Do you feel me? <sighs> Wilbur trying to win you some surprises. Porky? Uh, Porky, different, different type of animal right there. Pork for the streets. All I know is it's getting butchered and it's going on my smoke. <laughs> Steelers Blitz on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitz in here on a Friday as we... Man, it's been a it's been a week, hasn't it? Frustrating loss to the Cardinals on Sunday. Frustrating loss to the Patriots on Thursday. Both of those teams well out of a playoff position and any real semblance of a conversation of contending. Uh, both of those teams come to Pittsburgh and get W's. It's been a frustration Friday here, maybe, as we will label it. Motsi doing some Steelers TV stuff. He's got nabbed like he always does, that big timer. So you got me here for the next 20 minutes. We'll close this thing down, get to some of your tweets, get to some of your reaction. We've gotten a lot of phone calls, a lot of tweets today. You guys know how it works, right? You guys are here for us all the time. We get your participation all the time. It's why we love you guys. We do appreciate it. Uh, But after, you know, a a week like this one has been, a lot of reaction. Um, So if we don't get to your call today, if we don't get to your tweet, I apologize. Trying to get them all, trying to fit as many as we can. But sometimes that's just the nature of the beast. Um, So nothing personal if I don't get to your tweet or your call. But I will try to get to your tweets and your calls here over the last 20 minutes. Todd tweets and says, everyone is freaking out, bringing up Bill Cowher, saying this and that. People forget how many rough years he has had. Steelers Nation, you need some tactical patience. I Listen, I love Bill Cowher. Bill Cowher's a great coach, was a great coach. There's a reason why he's a gold jacket Hall of Famer. But yeah, the revisionist history is hilarious with me for Bill Cowher. I grew up in this town. I remember it. I mean, at one point, he had lost, what, three or four AFC championship games. He had lost a Super Bowl. The Steelers went three years without making the playoffs. You know, and then they go 15-1 and Ben's rookie year, and they lose in the AFC championship game again. And it's like, get this guy out of here. He can't win the big game. And then they start the next season two and three or three and four, whatever it was. And it's like, what are we doing? All this guy has done is not win the big one, is get us close and then no cigar until he finally kicked down the door that same season and won the big one. Heck, it was the same thing for Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Go back and look. I think it was 2019, right, when they when the Chiefs won their first under Andy Reid and with Patrick Mahomes. At one point that season, they were seven and five, and people in, in Kansas City were calling for Andy Reid's job. And then they went to five straight AFC championship games and three Super Bowls and won two of those Super Bowls. And I don't think that's about to happen with the Steelers this year. Don't get me wrong. But the revisionist history with Bill Coward does always make me laugh. I remember a time in this town, I was a teenager, when everybody wanted him gone. And now he is a god. Just, Just be careful 
in that regard. It ain't good enough how it's been right now. If they go this season without winning a playoff game, that'll be seven straight years. That's not our standard. We all know that. But you also just don't go scorched earth anytime expectations aren't met. There's a balance there. And again, those conversations I think, I don't think, I know will be had in the offseason. If the Steelers keep sputtering and sliding these last four games, they ain't going to stand pat and, and do nothing and do the definition of insanity thing. I can tell you that for sure. Wallace tweets, it says, I was upset and frustrated, however, when I stop and remember, we're about one and three quarters seasons into a rebuild. I can't be too mad. By contrast, how many rebuild seasons has it taken the Browns to get to seven and five? Yeah, that is dangerous, though, Wallace, right? Like, I care about landscaping my own yard. I care about the weeds in my own mulch beds, not my neighbors. You know, I don't care about their problems. Unless, I guess, technically your neighbor's problems could affect you, right? They start driving down the prices in your community, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it is funny to laugh at the Browns, too, but that doesn't make me feel any better about the situation that the Steelers are in. But it is a fair comparison by you that, you know, grass ain't always greener on the other side. You can very easily mess things up, too. Foshiz Alaska tweets and says, on to the next game. Our team will be back and having better days. Watch and see. I hope so. I... Listen, I don't think the Steelers are going to... A lot of people have tweeted and suggested that the Steelers are going to lose these last four games. I don't know if it's going to be like that. I'm not expecting them to win these last four games and, you know, go, what, 11-5 and and comfortably make the playoffs all of a sudden. The Steelers will get back to having better days eventually, inevitably. I don't know if it's going to be in these next four games, but I also don't think it's going to be in a mitigated disaster either. I bet you they go 2-2 two and two and probably finish the season 9-8, and eight, which I know will make <laughs> half the town's head explode. May tweets us and says, No one fears the Steelers anymore. They have become the stale curtain, unfortunately. Do you think Mike Tomlin needs to go? Moats and I said this earlier in the week. We will have the, we will have the Mike Tomlin and others conversation when the season ends. No matter if you love Mike Tomlin and you think he should have a lifetime contract, or if you were Mr. Rooney and you would fire him today, I I, I think we should at least all agree 16 years here, Mike Tomlin has earned the right to see this thing out, and then we'll answer those questions. I do like stale curtain, though, May. That's a pretty good one. I'm surprised no Browns or Ravens or Bengals fans have come up with that one over the years. Maybe they have. I just haven't heard it before. But I think you are correct. You know, Minka talked about that yesterday. The, 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 just putting on the black and gold jersey isn't enough anymore. Got to go out and execute. It, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it's, it's that difficult, but it's also that simple. The next Supreme tweets here. It says, how do they make a change? Is it too late in the season? What is it going to take for this entitled crowd to take this more seriously, is this ultimately the respectability of Tomlin to get his team in check? I've been a fan since 1993 and have never felt so discouraged. There have been four Super Bowl appearances in my lifetime. Last night, I felt truly embarrassed for the first time. Also, I feel ill. Is Mitch really that bad? Should we be starting Mason? That's a lot of questions in there, next Supreme. Uh, listen, this is going to be perhaps the corniest thing I've ever said on the show here, all right? So get ready. But how do they make a change? It starts with the man in the mirror. That that's that's it. I mean, 
at this point in the season, you can't do anything that's going to have sweeping. You can't install a new offense on the fly. You can't install a new defense. You can't go out and draft seven new rookies. You can't go out and sign four new free agents. If you want to impact change the rest of this season, again, this is the dorkiest, most cliched thing I've ever said, but it's true. It just starts with the individual. They got to play better. They got to execute better. They got to coach better. They got to prepare better. You know, everyone has got to do their job uh, with more accountability and more success. That's how you make a change in these last four games. Uh, anything other than that is is just unrealistic at this point. Joey tweets, have you ever used mayo instead of butter for grilled cheese? It's pure money. I have not. I've heard that that is pure money. My wife told me it isn't good, and I just kind of took her word for it. But you know what, Joey? In honor of my Mountaineers being in the mayo bowl, I'm going to have to eat a grilled cheese doused in mayonnaise. Dehev tweets, why are we not throwing 50-50 balls to GP? It's so frustrating to watch this team this year. And with sticks in the house of all nights, good grief, where's the Tylenol? Yeah, poor sticks. I tell you what, though, they were rocking during Renegade. Steelers made that a three-point game. They hit the Renegade. That place was going bonkers, and they kept showing sticks on the Jumbotron, and those guys were having fun. So I hope they had a good time. All right, one more break to get to. More of your tweets to close out on the other side. Steelers Blitz, SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. All right, final segment here of the Blitz on a Friday before we all get to a much-needed weekend. Going to get to as many of these tweets as I can. Let's do it. Annie tweets and says, the Steelers Blitz, come for the football talk, stay for the pig beauty discussion. That's the duality of man there, isn't it, Annie? Matt tweets and says, what's up, gentlemen? Mike Tomlin isn't getting fired. Belichick is the best coach of all time. He's outcoached a couple other coaches. Tomlin can't make Mitch or Kenny play well. They need to bring in competition next year for the QB position, either free agency or draft. I am, listen, this is more of an off-season conversation, but I will say this right now. If the Steelers are not going to make sweeping changes from a staffing standpoint this off-season, I do think they need to target, I don't know, of course I'm drawing a blank right now, but someone like a Kirk Cousins. You know, a, a veteran quarterback that can come in and be that guy for this offense. Now, if you're going to make sweeping changes, if you're going to bring in some new coordinators and things like that, I think you got to give Kenny at least, you know, some time, a, a, a second shot with a different voice, with a different guy. But if you're not going to, you, you need one of these quarterbacks that's a veteran in the league that you know you can plug right in and win some games. But again, Matt, that's more of an off-season discussion. I'm sure we'll have that. At some point, Jason says, I hate to say it, but the sky has fallen. Honestly, I'll be shocked if the Steelers win another game this season. There is no magic bullet to fix this. It will take the team as a whole to right the ship. I wonder who's going to grab the first bucket and start bailing. Yeah, like, see, Jason, I don't know if the sky is falling relative to what these last two games should have been. Absolutely. You're seven and six right now. You should be nine and four and comfortably in a playoff position, having taken care of business against a two-win Arizona and a two-win New England team at home. In that regard, in the in the micro there, the sky is falling. Sure, but in the macro, I don't think it is. I I would be shocked if the Steelers went zero and four the rest of the season. But you're right; there is no magic bullet to fix this. Whether they win seven games, eight games, nine games, ten games, eleven games, they could still win eleven games. I'm kind of. In between there. 
sensei tweets and says, I don't want uh, anyone's head or anyone's knee-jerk reactions, but what I do want is accountability for some of the behavior and those uh, held responsible publicly. Moat said Tomlin is going to treat you like a man, but what about when they don't behave like men? Yeah, that's the thing, sensei. Like you're, Mike Tomlin's never going to give us that pound of flesh publicly. He's just not, and that might be something you dislike. That might be something you like, but he's proven that over his nearly two decades here. He will protect, and I use protect in air quotes, those guys in the media and publicly. That doesn't mean he's not skewering them behind the scenes. Moats, obviously, Max Starks, they know what that's like more than I do. Um, But I don't think that it's just, you know, I, I, I wouldn't think that just because there's not a lack of, or just because there is a lack of public accountability doesn't mean that there's no private accountability. That's how I think the... The best way to put that is. Doug tweets and says, one takeaway I got from the game is that Kenny is not the problem. The offense looked the same with Mitch. The problem is effort and execution. Also, I don't think Kenny throws an interception that results in points for the other team. You're right on that, Doug, but I don't think Kenny's the problem, but he hasn't been the answer yet. He hasn't been part of the solution either. He hasn't been the problem, but he ain't been the solution. He's not weighing the team down, but he's not pulling them up at the same time. And that's what the best quarterbacks do is they raise the level of the tide around them, right? High tide raises ships. That's what the best quarterbacks do. And Kenny hasn't done that either. The one takeaway I got from the game is that Alandon Roberts is a dog. I don't know how we made it to the end of the show and barely mentioned him, but he was one of the few guys I thought that played really well yesterday, particularly in the face of that injury. Christopher tweets us and says, I agree with Moats. Yes, I'm disappointed losing to two two win teams, but we're never going to get on the bright side of our record uh, with players not giving their all because the ball is not coming their way. Get open and the ball will come, but you and your hat when you're half stepping coming off the line, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, body language has not been great, particularly on the offensive side of the football. I understand that there's frustrations there. You've had injuries, you've had inconsistent quarterback play. I get it, but I'll go back to that very cliched thing that I said a few minutes ago. You got to do the Michael Jackson, baby. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. I'm asking him to change his ways. And with that, I think we'll wrap up the show for the day. I'm Wesley Euler. Thanks so much for rocking and rolling with us. The tweets, the phone calls. You know we appreciate the H-E double hockey sticks at a yins. And as always, a shout-out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes III. Enjoy the weekend. We need the weekend. Do some Christmas stuff. Breathe. Get away from football for five seconds. All right, and then we'll all reconvene on Monday and talk about how we can go attack the Colts and start to feel a little bit better about this whole thing. Relatively. Take care now. Bye-bye then. I'm Wesley Euler, and you've been listening to the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.